ready for Cassie and Henry. Hello, Hello. Welcome, welcome to, to the Butler's, Butler's Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't remember. You can't remember the so name. Long. It hasn't. It's once every month. It's the same thing every single month. I think you're delirious today, so this oh, is going to be a challenge. Oh, this is all a challenge. You, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you, you've been a right old muppet. Oh. So we're going to talk today about, um, because we're in a sort of transitional period between the seasons of the summer and the autumn, I would say. We're not really mm. autumnal yet, are we? But it's changing out of the summer. Yes, and it's been really, really raining weather. We've had loads of thunderstorms. It's getting a bit darker in the evenings, a little bit cooler in the evenings. But the good thing about it is that there is loads of good food around in September. Lots of good food. It's um, abundant. And we see that abundance when, of crops. When mum brings her magic bag round. <laughs> magic mushrooms. <laughs> with um, <laughs> with uh, all her feasts from the garden. So we, we're still getting the end of salad stuff, aren't we? With yeah, and everyone t- seems to have about 20,000 bags of tomatoes. I mean, they, they seem to go really well this year, didn't they? And courgettes, uh, mm. which I can do without. I like um, a courgette. Leaves. I've got some good ideas for courgettes. Have you now? Yeah. Okay, anyway, courgette fries. Ones. Okay. Yeah, good idea. So the salad leaves, but, but I think you've also then, you were coming into... Um, more of the runner beans are still around, aren't they? You've got the, obviously, fruit will be coming up soon, apples and pears, um, squashes. There's lots of squashes that you see around at the <laughs> moment, aren't there? There was a, a whole stack of them in the, the grocer the other day, all the different shapes and sizes. Oh, you chose to ignore those. Well, about nine of them are going to be rubbish, aren't they? And there'll be one No, really they're nice. Anyway, so we thought today we would talk about... Shrooms. All the nice foods and different wines that you can sort of help to move into some of the richer styles of wines i guess and wines that work with all of these food types and it's still but we're still not super rich are we i I don't we're not going big no big 15 percent reds in an armchair i'm not there yet i'm still in short yeah well you're crazy every day 365 days a year that's why the bottom half of your legs are sort of browny orange dirty and the tops halves are like milk bottles (laughs) Anyway, it's an insight, isn't it? You are quite the something today. <laughs> Thank you. So I, one thing I thought of was sparkling wines. And I was thinking that in the summer, I think I prefer the more of the sort of the Blanc de Blanc, the crisper style, refreshing, cold. And then in this sort of weather, I think I would move into Blanc de Noir, just mm, the red okay. grape varieties only, a little bit rounder, richer bit creamier and toastier champagne yeah english sparkling wine as well i think our point the gist of this is that people's buying habits do change when the seasons change don't they yes they definitely do and we want to tailor it around some of the nice food things you can get and that we're eating and what we're drinking with them yeah and it coincides also with people coming back from school holidays when they just generally buy masses of cheapest wine possible to get them through the summer. <laughs> From the supermarket, and then, you want to change that. And come back into some proper wines. So let's start with salads then. So like we said, there's loads of tomatoes still around. I think tomatoes, um, generally wine-wise, you need something with high acid. Because tomatoes have super high acid. Yes. Which is why I can't eat them. Okay. But I always think rosé is a really good pairing with tomatoes. 
Yes. Both cooked and raw. Yes. It seems to work. So you could go for something a little bit deeper maybe than some of the light Provence styles. So some Spanish rosés. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? And they work with paella, which sometimes has... And you um, mentioned that you've just ordered another rosé that's completely unnecessary. It'll probably turn up in December, but the Lyrac. Yes, from Southern Rhone, because it will be super tasty. I haven't got a lot of it. It's a, I think it will arrive next week if I get my order okay, in. Okay, well, hopefully there'll still be some tomatoes around then. Well, I tell you what, and I'm going to try another one on Tuesday as well, so I might get that in no, as well. No, you're not. No, we're not you. having a whole That's, section of rosé yeah, for the winter. Deep-coloured rosés. No. Your favourite. No. But it's, uh, it's like a pink version of Chateauneuf de Pap type style of wine. So they're robust. A good one. Yeah, savoury, from a place called Lirac, which is a, another village in the Southern Rhone. Um, but they work really, really well with food. And I think they they work across rich foods and lighter foods, so you get a bit of everything. But they're a bit more red wine flavoured in style, I would say, than Provence roses. So nice Italian. If you've got a nice tomato pasta sauce or something, or pizza. I think that might be quite that. nice. If you're just doing fresh tomatoes in a salad, I always think go for something like a Sauvignon Blanc or a Picpole is really good because the lip-smacking acidity. Yes. Or a Suave. We've got the Pirapan Suave, which is always a really good all-rounder. Italian whites tend to go very well with that sort of food, don't they? I guess I so, because you're eating pizza and pasta all day long. And they're quite understated, but really interesting and delicious. I think with the Italian wines as well, that don't be afraid if you don't recognise some of the names, some of the styles, ask a person, that helps. But I think um, just wade in. If you're buying six bottles of different wines, make sure one of them is in a nice Italian white that isn't bog-standard Pinot Grigio, because there's some great things on, on offer there, I think. I was just thinking as well, I, I never really drink pink that often, do I? But I've got you a, say this, a but I was going to say, that's what you're having tonight. There's one on top drink. of the fridge that I don't know why it's there. Bordeaux rosé. Yeah, so all you have been drinking recently is rosé. Well, I had some very nice ones. Rosé. surprised by the Bordeaux rosés that I got given Bros to taste. Bros that drink rosé. Eight of them. I'm keeping this on track. Go on, where, where are we going? <laughs> We're going next? to courgettes now. Are we? Because, like you said, there's loads of them, and then they're morphing into marrows, which can be a bit watery and a bit. You don't like them because they're boring and they don't taste like anything. I don't like them because they're filth. They're not filthy. Um, and I was the things that I was suggesting that you make with them is something basically fry them. <laughs> so make them into chips. We had some really good courgette fries which I think were just sort of dusted in flour and then either deep fried or pan fried, but they were really good. Um, fritters and rosti as well. So you grate the courgettes with a bit of potato or on their own. I only want them if they're small. And put a bit of eggy through them. They're no. nice. Yeah, they're nice. Marrows are not. And Sauvignon as well. Sauvignon Blanc is always good with courgettes, I think, because it's not too overpowering. You don't want something that's sort of... The courgette's going to water it all down and wash everything away, all the flavour. And then I was thinking assertico, Greek assertico. I was going to mention that. Now, were you? And first, didn't you? Yeah, because it was my suggestion. Oh, okay. Yeah, Come on then, why it? is it good? It's got a little bit of, it's got a salty saline sort of tang to it. Clean fruit, citrus style, but a, a little bit of weight as well. Medium, it's making me medium, really hungry. <laughs> medium rich. But you're really looking forward to your baked spud and baked beans. Potato. <laughs> Monday jacket potato and then cucumbers as well I'm really liking some cucumber at the moment <laughs> I don't know what that says about you but let's go with <laughs> no, it no but sometimes they're a bit boring as well and 
I'll mention this again, but we try and buy our veg from a greengrocer's um, or a farmer's shop or something like that, as opposed to a supermarket, because mainly it's much cheaper. You get everything seasonal, really good value for money. And the flavour is so different. Plus, it's not loads of packaging. So at best, it'll be in a brown paper bag that you can recycle or you just buy things loose and wash them. And I'll tell you what people are going to say. They're going to say something about, well, you can afford to go to a farm shop it's or the grocer. It's much cheaper. But I, I would say that our veg bills are really small when we go to them. We might be lucky with a couple of nice shops that are near us. You have to sort of buy what's seasonal. So you, you tend to go in, don't you, and see what's there and then create and some recipes nice. around it. Yeah, and we nice. make sure we eat it as well. So the supermarket stuff, it will tend to sometimes sit in the fridge and we just don't eat it. And then it's sort of sweaty and mouldy because it's been wrapped in 10,000 sheets of plastic. Well, you can. You have the option with a grocer or, the, or these sorts of shops in independent smaller shops where you can just pick up and buy what you need you don't have to yes and then we make sure we eat it of potatoes you can just have three what, yeah <laughs> um and it's pleasant to go and chat to people isn't it and you don't have yeah any but it is it's cheaper like and said. if you can't drive there hopefully there's somewhere nearby i mean we see plenty of them at the moment or a shop like a news agent that sells loads of fresh veg outside yeah, we have to, we're in a funny area, aren't we, where people really need the fresh um, nutritional value of fresh veg and fruits, but we don't really have in our postcode, there isn't really anything, is there? We have to sort of step into Kemptown, which is like a 20-minute walk from us. It's a shame, isn't it, because the local people around here could really do with that sort of unprocessed fruit. Yes, but it's changing the foods. thought process. Like we're saying, it's getting your head around the fact that it's actually cheaper, because I think the pers- perception is that it's all going to be much more expensive yeah and it's not um but the cucumbers anyway so the cucumbers that we've had from the farm shop or the grocers recently have been really really tasty noticeably different i like the ones that are quite fat and they have that sort of slightly spiky skin yeah great i'll get rid of that i like peel it off (laughs) i like that but that's like homegrown yeah like you can tell someone's actually made some effort to grow it yeah, but I was thinking, I'm not sure about wine pairings, to be honest, with cucumber, because I'd always go with gin or vodka. Okay. And you can use it as a garnish, so no wastage at all. Okay, yeah, a little crudité. I do aperitif. eat a lot of crudits. So then, where are you going with this? Then you're well, I was going, going to run a beans. Okay. Cause, just because there's loads of them. And it's the time we were picking, um, what did we have? Berlotti, we Bo- went to Bolotti. pick. What? Boilotti. Boilotti. B O R L O T T I. I How know what they it? are. Bolotti. Okay. Boilolly. <laughs> You've been on the Haribos today, haven't you? I haven't. Yeah, that was a good harvest, wasn't it? A full carrier bag full. I shredded my fingers by podding them. Oh, didn't we hear about that? Dried them out for two weeks, and we've we've ended up with about a, a portion of about twenty. <laughs> So that was, that was we were trying. We're trying to store stuff for the winter because yeah, we can't afford ahead. to. Yeah, literally. So we're rationing three beans per person. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I don't know what you want to say to that. I, it's not the thing I would think of. I'm thinking more along the lines of the squashes and mushrooms. That's what I think of more of in this time. Autumn. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. we haven't got there yet. That's, that's further down my list. Okay. <laughs> So run of beans, what would you pair with that? Well, I don't really know, but I, I, I guess was going Riesling, Riesling. Mm. or some 
Italian white again, I would think. I suppose you can do lots of things with them so they don't have to taste like runner bean. <laughs> yeah, but you put you made um, a lot of Nissoise type stuff, haven't we, with the tin tuna and, and yeah, we, nice. we can hide hide some beans in there cold, can't you? I yeah, quite it's tasty. like that. Yeah, bit, that's good for the Riesling. Egg. Dry Riesling. Um, yeah, okay, so squash and mushrooms, yes, they now are coming into season, aren't they? Squash, I would go, and Chardonnay, not a massive big oaky beast, but maybe a little bit of oak. Yeah, medium weight, I would say. We've got something like the Montes Alpha from Chile. Nice, that... Which uh, isn't too heavy on the oak. That new one in, which is well worth seeking out, called Benguela Chardonnay from South Africa. Really yeah, tangy, nice. and a bit of light cream there, but not super over the top but I think that would I think that would work well with like a creamy soup or with um, mashed squash with some yeah. butter and in squash it. I, would, I was saying earlier I like to make a nice curry like a sort of Thai curry with coconut milk yeah. and squash that's really nice You'll be so then I'd go with, of, well, with that then. pinot gris nice so honeyed yeah, yeah, a bit exactly. honeyed dry finish medium which rich which works really well like it does with carrots as well that'd be good wouldn't it because you've got that sweetness coming out of the veg and the sweetness yeah, I'm really good with Thai spice pinot gris is always good with Thai spice I'd like that um, mushrooms that mushrooms now, are actually. starting into season aren't they they're sort of everywhere and I think they go through to November we've done a lot with mushrooms haven't we recently because you've <laughs> you've cut back on meat and we've sort of Mushroom works well as a, as a sort of it's not a replacement. Very, very vegan. But you can get some nice rich flavours out of mushrooms, can't you? The various different ones and some, we eat a lot of them. Yeah, keep the from sort of nice. bunging them in the oven and roasting them whole to frying them up, putting them in vegan burgers. We do quite a lot. Season the them with um, za'atar is nice. Pasta, nice. Yeah, really nice. So yeah, versatile. And red, not crazy expensive. Red and white with your mushrooms, I'd say. Yeah, so my obvious thing is um, Pinot Noir. Always think mushroom and Pinot Noir because you've got a bit of the earthy notes. Yeah. So it works really nicely. What have we got at the moment? I'm trying to think. What, to go with mushroom? Yeah. Well, anything from uh, Bourgoin, so a sort of cheaper yeah. burgundy. We've got the some nice New one. Zealand... So there's some really special treats, like the Folding Hill from New Zealand is delicious. The uh, Niles Madrid from uh, northern Italy. You get some Pinot Noirs from up around there, don't you? And of course, California, if you want a nice treat. And the Hanavolt, Hanavolt the German Spatbegunder. That's a beauty, isn't it? Really good. Got some magnums of that as well. It's a really good price. Yeah, so that's nice. Um, White wines, I'd go, I would normally think Chardonnay or Viognier can be really good with mushroom, especially if you've got a creamy sauce. Yes. What's the mushroom? Is stroganoff, is that mushroom? Yes. Hmm, that'd be nice. It's funny, on all of these wines, I think we recommend in, when we do a, a spring podcast. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Coming out of winter and into spring. No, we do not. Transitional wines, this is what I like. But you get different styles of the grape varieties as well. So this is about having the lighter, fresher styles rather than the big beasts. Yeah, like we're not recommending an Amarone or a, a 16% Zinfandel just not yet. yet, are we? If you want to drink those, you can. But Oh, th- and we've got that um, light Rhone, that Borry. Yes. Cote de Rhone. That's, a, is, that's um, good for this time of year. That's Sanso, I think, is a great It is, variety. 100%. And... Uh, From where? Sous la Russe. <laughs> 
which is a new Cote de Rem village, isn't it? It's a, a recognised area now for their consistent quality. And But when you look at it, you could call it a rosé, couldn't you? It's quite, it does like look like a, a dark, dark pink. Rose. But it's, that's lovely. And you could have it slightly chilled. Yeah. So just a bit fresher. That would work with all of these foods. Yeah, that would be really nice, wouldn't it? I'm really hungry now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Shall we go and, and cook something then? Go and eat. So that was a, like a little round, round up of this exciting time for food and drink. Really good, isn't it? Because when you've got so many ingredients available to you, I think it's, it's fantastic. Um, and it makes cooking very exciting. And I think we're definitely coming away from the salads that we've been eating for about the last six weeks. Well, into not something really. a little bit more hearty. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. And also, like we said, try and find a local grocer, support something independent and local. Everyone needs all the help they can get at the moment coming into this uncertain time. But you really get good value for money. You buy seasonal food that you're likely to actually eat. You and it, it tastes much nicer. And you get to meet people as well, actual yeah. people rather than an Amazon delivery driver. And you normally get a cardboard box that one of your pets will absolutely love. Yes. And that's free. Well, that's something money can't buy, isn't it? <laughs> that sort of excitement. <laughs> and as if by magic, the, oh, garden, the garden tiger's oh, walked into the room. Oh. Hello. Cat's come in. Hello, she's Beth. saying, yes, please, I'll have a new box. I think she's saying, let's get some food on the go. Yes, right? I think that's just licking so that her lips. that is our time to leave you, and we shall uh, speak to you soon. We'll be back in October when it's really freezing, and we'll be doing Halloween. Oh, no, we're doing Rioja, actually. It's Rioja Wine Month. Yeah, stick with it. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Bye. Goodbye, wine learners. <laughs>